Hello and welcome to the Jersey Football Chat. It has been a while. It's the first one of the season. Um, today I am joined by uh, the league leaders management, um, Gary Tumulty and James Bowmore. How are you both doing? How are you? Both, you're both at the club at the same place. It makes it helpful. Yeah, uh, COVID restrictions are lifted, so we, 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 uh, we, we're a little bit socially distanced here, but yeah, we're doing okay, I think. Um, preparing for the weekend's games at the moment, so yeah, yeah we're doing well. Good stuff. Um, firstly, we'll take it back to last season and to start us off. Um, it was a mid-table finish for the first. Um, how, kinda, how did you feel about that? How did you feel the season went? I think in general, I think when we last spoke, I think we, we, we did say at the time it was a development season. We were looking to get the young players sort of familiar with the, the, the type of uh, league we're in, the players we're up against and, and, and the competition we're up against. I think last season was much tougher. Obviously, you had all the balls players come back in and it was in October time, I think, once COVID bit in. And it changed the makeup of the league. But as I said at the time, we, we were using it as a development season for, for the boys and, and to really get them used to it. Uh, and I think that's, that's, that's held us in good stead now. I mean, I wouldn't say we're disappointed with where we finished last season. I, I think, you know, we definitely could have been better. I think we chucked away three games, uh, three games almost in succession. We chucked away Leeds with 15 minutes to go. I mean, that's a bit frustrating at times. And, you know, we probably could have been six, nine points better off than where we were, which is probably a couple of places. But I think, you know, we, we just have to accept where, you know, that, that's how it happened. And, and, and our young players learn from that experience. And, and I think we're seeing that now. Yeah, definitely. Um, you've... Come back and you've started the season very well. Um, how happy are you with the stand? What did you bring anyone in at the start of the season that's really helped with that as well? Yeah, I'll start off with that because James will probably answer most of it. But the, the first thing I did was bring in James alongside me, so uh, <laughs> I'll let him talk more about it. I think, and obviously, you know, we, we've 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 changed a bit as a club, and we, we've brought in Sean in, uh, to take on the reserve team, and, and that's been been great for us just to add a bit more to the coaching team. Um, you know, and I think it's been really positive from, from our side that the whole development of the club over the last 12 months with who we've added in across the whole board, really. So, I mean, I'll let James answer in a bit more detail about how, how the season's gone and, and how he deals with me on a day-to-day -day basis. So, <laughs> well, I, think, uh, I think one of the things that I, I noticed last season is we would score a lot of goals, but then we concede more goals. Um, so I think one of the main things that I wanted to, to make sure that we were, were better off at this season was on the defensive side and being more solid, um, which I think is, is showing at the moment, definitely. Sort of change, change the system a little bit. Um, and it's, yeah, we brought in, brought in two defenders in, in Max and, and Batty who have pretty much transformed that back line. Um, both, both been absolutely superb for us so far. But I think more sort of Moving it like into this season, I think you know we uh, we started pre-season quite early, had quite a long pre-season, quite a tough pre-season as well, um, and I think that definitely shows. Um, you can see the boys; they're sharper, uh, they look fit. The majority of the players are now lost in the games um, through through the ninety minutes. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think this season so far has been has been good work so far. So yeah, we also have to be careful as well because we don't want to, we don't want to give too much credit to Tommy and Craig at the Rock Fitness who put us through the paces early doors. So uh, <laughs> we have to be a bit careful. They don't try and steal some of the limelight for how fit the boys are looking. Um, but I think from, from my point of view, having James alongside me, we've worked together for a few years in the under 18 category. Um, and you know, I really value James's opinion and he's come up with some ideas. He's, 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 he's you know, talked about the change of shape and given good reasons for, for it. And it's worked well for us. I think we've, we've, we've adopted a few 
you know, we took the different shape, but we've also adopted different tactics within that shape. Um, so, yeah. you know, if, if any manager thinks they're going to try and second guess what we're doing, good luck. Because, um, you know, we, we, we don't really sort of tell the players till the, the day of the game when we've worked it out a few days before. So um, yeah, yeah. if they can work it out, then they, they can let us know. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you, you, you kind of touched on Son Charlie Batty. He impressed me last season at some one. How big a signing could that be? In, like, he's a big player in the league, I feel, in terms of that left-hand side and the way he gets forward as well. Yeah, it was James's request, so I'll let him answer it, but he works with me, so I, was, I managed to sort of beat him over the line almost. So, go on, James. Yeah. No, I, think, I think signing Batty, like I said, has transformed that back line massively. It gives us, we've now got a left, left-footed, left-sided uh, defender. Um, he gets up and down the line really, really well, fit as anything, and his delivery into the box is superb. So, when, when you're playing the system that we do, he likes to play high, get balls in. It works. It works. He's been fantastic so far. Yeah. And a good thing, a good thing James and I were talking about as well recently, the depth of our squad this season is bigger. I mean, last season it wasn't. I think that's probably where I was saying we were chucking away points at the end of games. And the sub, you know, the, some of the subs we had, they, like I said last time, I think, you know, they weren't perhaps ready for first team football. Some of them, some of them may not be there sort of long term either. So, I think this time round we've got the depth of players. So we've got, you know, we've had Wilfred at left, that left side for a good period of time. Will's been brilliant. Um, but again, we've also got Campos playing in a similar position. So we've actually got three, but no two players or more than two players have ever been available for the same game. So we've never had the luxury of dropping any of them yet or telling them why. So <laughs> that, 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 that's going to come in, in, in the not too distant future. But like I said, I think in this league right now, I think when players you know, are losing players for whatever reason, holidays, illnesses, whatever they could be, the depth of our squad now goes um, down to sort of 20, 21, 22, where we're comfortable uh, fielding some, you know, these players in the first team, whereas last season, you probably weren't in the same boat. And I think uh, the depth of our squad will probably be what sees us um, for a strong second half of the season, we hope. Yeah. yeah. And you obviously had the strong kind of first half leading up to um, playing everyone. Um, how pleased are you with that winning streak that you went on? Um, and is there a standout game that kind of jumped out at you as like the best performance of the season so far? You go for that one, James. <laughs> go on terms of a game that stood out for me this season was the Charity Cup game against Grooville up at the Canavay. Um, I think the boys, the, the spirit and desire they showed to actually want to want to progress through that through that tournament was was unbelievable. Considering we were down to uh, 10 men from the first 40 seconds in the game. Um, I think we went 2-0 down um, in the first half. Um, and yeah, the boys battled incredibly well to, to get back in. So that, that for me is the standout game um, of the season for me so far. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably echo that, although just, just, just to remind James that it's the Wee Wee Cup, not the, uh, the, the charity. But I think in that Wee Wee Cup, I think it, it, was, it went 1-0 down in the first minute. We're 2-0 down, uh, sorry, we're down to 10 men in the first minute, 2-0 down by 15. And we came back into the game and took an extra time penalty. So I think that that was a, 100% has to be the standout performance. But then, you know, the, the following round, we, we went out to St. Peter's in, in probably what was our poorest performance. So... Um, and I think, you know, I think the boys realise that. I think that, you know, sometimes you can take it for granted when you're doing well. You think, you know, it can be a bit too easy, you know, if you, if you win games on the bounce. This is a mindset for some of the boys. And I think just going out of the cup sometimes isn't, a, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but it's not a bad thing for, for their mindset just to realise that you are beatable sometimes and you've got to keep the work rate and, you know, the intensity high uh, and the quality high as well. Definitely. And in terms of the team itself, there's a lot, like you've got Connor, you've got Heinze. 
helping out these youngsters coming through, how much does that guide them and help them in terms of their development as well? I think, you know, it's good. I mean, like I said last time, we pretty much talked about the same sort of characters. And I think, um, you know, Heinz, we said, you know, he drives all, all, all the performance out of the boys like you'd expect him to. You know, he's, he's a grumpy chap when things aren't going well and he expects everyone to be at the highest level, including himself. So that's been good. Connor, I said, he's quiet on the, you know, you don't hear him when you're off the pitch, but on the pitch, he, he does talk to the boys and, and there's a lot of respect for Connor for, you know, the way he conducts himself is, you know, he's at every training session, he works hard. But I think, you know, when you're talking about the mixture of youth and experience, I think even Connor's only sort of 25, 26. So um, it's not a, it's not an old squad across the board. So we're talking about experienced players being 26 now. And uh, in my day, it was probably in their 30s. But um, yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, we're probably, we're probably you know, probably just, uh, not going to see a huge amount of Carl at the moment. He's, he's with the Bulls for the time being, by the looks of it. So um, you know, it, 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 it is uh, where we are. But, you know, even in addition to like James said before, Max has been fantastic. And, you know, you, you look at Max, he's, he's, he's an absolute sizable character. No one gets past him. Uh, he talks well, communicates well. And you look at him, you think he's, you know, sort of uh, mid, 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 mid to late 20s. He's only 22 himself, I think. So um, it, it is a young squad still. But, um, you know, uh, that young squad is growing in experience week by week at the moment. So, yeah. Yeah, and just touching back on the, on the way that, you know, the likes of Heinze, um, Connor helped the young lads, you know, put on, on Heinze, he was absolutely superb for us and has been superb for us in, in terms of his work rate, the way that he's actually driving players on. You know, he wants to be the best. He wants the lads to be the best. And that for us has helped us massively. It's, it's yeah, a bit of a shame he's with the balls, but yeah. it's uh, one of those things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we'll move on to the talk about the balls later. But for now, up to this point, I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's been your standout players? This might get some wound up people in the players in the dressing room, but who's been your standout players? So far? <laughs> I'm looking at Jane for this one first. I'll let him. I'll let him upset someone. For me, <laughs> I think so far this season, um, it has to be Campos, Ryan Campos. Um, he, he last season he was playing in centre mid. Um, we pushed him out to uh, to wing back, and he's been absolutely superb. Again, very similar to Pat. He loves getting up and down the line. And his delivery of the ball is excellent. Um, I think he's had one game where he knew he was off it, um, but every other game for us, he's been he's been superb. So yeah, for me, it's it's Campos all day. I'm probably going to name the other 15 players in the squad at this point <laughs> because I think it's. I mean, we were saying this the other week actually. In different games at different stages of games as well, different players have stood out for different reasons. And and so far, our our league position and results have been a combination of of. A lot of a lot of different players contributing across the board, and you know, I mean, you know, you look at Jay De Santos. He's at the moment, you know, he's he's typically plays in the turn in the hole, and you know, he finds a lot of space. And teams start to suss him out a little bit now. So um, Jay's a lot fitter now. He's he's doing a lot more work off the ball. He's he's, he's finding different areas of the pitch. He might be dropping deep. He might drop. You know, Jay, Jay's varying his game because he's fitter doing it. Um, so that's been good. I mean, we talked about our uh, game against Grooville, um, and you know, one player just in that game was absolutely sensational. Was Rye? I mean, he was. You know, we took Jay off early on because we felt if we did get into the game, we'd need him at the end, not you know, not to sort of um, hold, you know hold out the the current score. Um, so we, we took him off and kept Rye on. But I mean, I remember when I was an under eighteen manager, and the only time I've ever really seen a, a performance of a one player that's been that good was probably when Sold destroyed us several times, uh, you, know, uh, you know, playing for St. Peter's. So, 
um, to see Ride do that uh, at a senior level, not at a junior level, for me was just it was just uh, phenomenal. I thought I thought the the, the all round way he dragged the team forward and got us forward. Um, he you know he he was energetic and an absolute pain in the ass for the whole game. And if if I was playing football, I probably would have wanted off at half time if I was marking him. I would have said, get me out of here. I mean, it was, it was, it was frightening how good he was in that game. Uh, and it just shows the progression that, that, that Rise made over the last couple of years. Um, you know, but again, you know, I think the, the solidity at the back's good. We've got a captain who's pretty solid there. Um, you know, he's always c- consistent in what he does. And then James is probably going to look at me and say, do you remember the goal we conceded at the weekend? So, um, <laughs> he's just too nice. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, again, I, I could rattle off virtually every player in the squad at different times. You know, I mean, it's, it's you know, every player at some point has contributed. You know, um, you know, you look at you look at the goals that Crucial scored, and you see you might look at that, but you know, other people might say his work rate isn't good, and then you look at this or look at that. So. Look, every player in my eyes has contributed um, exceptionally well. We're really happy with the squad we have at the moment um, in terms of the attitude, the behaviours. And then um, on top of that, it's just even better when they're, when they're playing nice football. Um, so, yeah, definitely. And you, you mentioned a few names there, Kush, right? You've obviously followed them up with them from the 18s to the first team. How good is that to see their development going from probably boys to men going into the men's game? Um, probably the reason I do this job, really. Um, it, it was what I wanted to see as an under-18 manager is that development. And like I said last time to you, I had no particular desire to run a first team. It just as a consequence of as a club where we were at the time and, um, you know, needs must. So it, for me, it's been fantastic. Um, one player um, that we haven't really talked about and probably a player I've had less involvement in their, their more junior development is Jack. I mean, and, and Jack, again, is... is you know, I watched him play for the Bulls under 23 the other week at centre-back and we play him in centre midfield a lot of the time, although we can play him there. We know that. Um, you know, he was phenomenal and, and, Jack, and Jack's probably the youngest member of that under 23 squad for the Bulls and as a centre-back, he just looked absolutely sheer class and, um, you know, it, it, it's good to see that it, it's very easy in Jersey because of the competition and, and, and the options available to Jersey players that players don't progress much better than where they are. So for, for us, it's just finding that level more that they can keep pushing themselves and getting better at. And, um, and we aim to do that with what we're doing and I'm sure they'll find other ways of playing football that will do that as well. So, um, but, but, you know, exactly that. I mean, our ambition is always to raise our own for us, our scores where we can. Uh, and it's, it's been uh, working for us so far. Yeah, definitely. Um, we'll touch on the Bulls now. Obviously, there's been a few players, be that with the first team or the under-23s, um, how happy are you when they do go off like Hines is gone now? Are you happy that they're joining them or would you much prefer them stay with you? This is edited, yeah, at some point, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it, it, it is what it is. I mean, I'm a supporter of the Bulls in terms of the better players in Jersey need a better standard of football. And that, is, that you know, that, that has to happen from a, a Jersey footballing point of view. Um in terms of where we are with the balls now, I think that it's it's we could be looking at starting to sort of have a bit of a change because I, I, and I could already I could already probably hear the the balls uh, hierarchy sort of probably shouting at me down the phone. But I think that, that after their setup, it was always going to impact the club or clubs that were going to be you know going to be stripped of their players that were going to go up to the standard. And unfortunately, one particular club had had more than most. I think now that's in and it's settled. I think what we need to try and manage throughout the course of the season is a minimal disruption to clubs across the board. And, and people might say, right, you're top of the league, it's affecting you. 
But you know, you, you only have to look at these, you know, the centre of excellence selections for this year, and you might you'll see a number of clubs in there. You know, St. Peter's Paul's, you see a lot of Trinity in there, you see a few from Brewville. At some point it will become everyone's issue. Um, as your team if your team is in the top two or three in that premiership, you're going to be looked at more from the ball's side of it because they're going to want the better players and jazz. It's just natural that they're going to do that. Um, but what we need to do is minimise the disruption that happens. For example, we might get into this time of season, November, December, January, where injuries bite, suspensions bite, and people may not always be available for whatever reason. And I think that, the, you know, for example, you might say, if, and I'll just, I'll just pick names out of a hat here and say, like, okay, I know Lorne, Lorne could be one because I've seen he's got exams it was in the paper the other day. And say, for example, Ruben gets suspended, then they might call up Jay and Carl, for example. So then you'll end up with two better players from the balls dropping back into their club, but two players from one club going out. And it just moves the balance a lot. And I think as clubs over time might not be open to so much variance in a season that will affect them because we'll do a lot of hard work with our players. And, and that's from a mini age group as well, not just the seniors. We bring them through the club, we settle them down. We want to expose them to better standard of football, but it has to be reasonable in conjunction with what we're trying to achieve. Because we can't plan in, in June to have a half hour squad stripped in December, for example. And it hasn't happened yet. And it, it, you know, it may never happen. And we just need to be careful that, that, that it doesn't. And, you know, I'm sure the Bulls will also appreciate that, that, that they need to manage it carefully. You know, Gary's a good guy. I speak to him periodically here and there, and most, most, most likely when he wants players. But uh, uh, we do speak occasionally. And I think we just have to be sensible all around that, you know, that the credibility uh, of Jersey football needs to, to, to maintain. And we can't have a team, for example, might be top at Christmas and, and, and doing well, yet four or five players could potentially go at some point and you go, right, that team end up finishing mid-table and the balance is moved out of no control of their own clubs. So I think it'd be interesting. I think the discussion to be had probably towards the end of the season on that. Uh, don't you want to add anything, James? No, um, I'm not going to add anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the under-23s as well, on a slightly more positive note, it's given opportunities for people like Wilf for example, he's gone away with them, or he's played here with them and gone away. Um, how good an opportunity is that? And it doesn't cl clash with first-team games as well. Um, for them to play against these different players as well. Yeah, I think it, it, it is, and it's great. I mean, like I said, you know, watching Jack uh, playing the other week with Jay and Ryan have uh, been involved in it as well. It's been great. And then obviously you're now getting the other players in your squad who fall into that category being involved too. Um, Wilf's a bit of a, an unknown to a lot of people so I think it, you know um, it, it probably isn't now that he's been screaming and shouting about a goal he scored for the Bulls under 23s the other week you know I don't think we've heard the end of it and I think we're going to hear that for a long time um, but again it, it is great and I think you know the similar thing Paul Renton phoned me yesterday you know he, he, we talked through a couple of scenarios uh, our under 18s have a game at the end of the month in the cup and they've got a game the same day and can Jack play or not and you know, uh, and we're pretty open about it. And, you know, as a club, um, it, it's a brave move sometimes, but we turn around and said, take Jack. And the reason is, is what's more beneficial to Jack being a 17-year-old good young footballer coming through the system right now? Is it more beneficial to play against Portuguese reserves for an under-18 team? Um, you know, I, I, you know, and their under-18 team are okay. They're not great, but they're, they're good. You know, they, they'll be in a sort of you know, fourth, fourth, fourth or fifth in that league. But is it beneficial to be playing balls under 23s against better opposition that day? And I think, you know, with someone like Jack, Jack will play every minute of every day that you give him a football. Um, and that is just the nature of the young, the young man that we've got. And I think sometimes you need to direct him to play the standard of football that is suitable for him. And, and it's a bit more quality over quantity, I think, we need for some players because 
you know, they will play some, you, know, you, you have a mix of players, right? And some players will, will have a niggle and they'll come off at the first sight of a niggle and, and some players will, a bit like Terry Butcher, be pouring with blood and things everywhere and they'll still want to play football. And, and Jack's probably Terry Butcher, although he's, you know, won't thank me for comparing him to an Englishman. Um, so I, I think it's that thing really, Dan. I mean, I think, you know, we, 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 we want to support our good, Young players doing what they do, and you know we we will we we will work with them on that basis as well. We're open with them about it. Um, you know, the first thing I did after that was you know after training on Tuesday was speak to Jack about you know to an extent explaining that we didn't have to give permission, but we have because we think it's beneficial for him to do yeah. it. Um, so he understands that you know as a club we're allowing it and we're we, we good terms. Um, you ask a player, he he will tell you what close in terms, no doubt. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah. We'll part the balls. Talking about other teams in the league, um, you've played seven out of the nine. Um, who's kind of stood out for you in terms of teams or individuals that you come across? Well, we played seven out of eight, right? Because we, we can't play ourselves. Well, yeah, so, uh, seven out of eight. My <laughs> bad. Yeah. I'll, let James go, I'll let James go with this one because uh, he's, got, he's got a list of players that he likes. <laughs> uh, it's tough. It's, it's tough to choose just, just one person out of the league, but I think I've watched probably more of Grooville and we've seen more of Grooville than any anybody else this season. Um, uh, for me, I think Harrison Moon. I think every time I've seen him, uh, he's been fantastic. He works hard, he scores goals. Um, so, yeah, for me, he he would be the, once, the one that I would say has, has impressed me the most yeah. um, from an opposition team at the moment. Definitely. I think from my point of view, I'm probably going to stick with the same team, to be honest with you. And it's, it's, you know, I think uh, we've had three very, very competitive battles against um, Grooville and uh, we really enjoy those battles. Uh, you know, Dave really organises his teams quite well to come and fight with us. So, uh, you know, we're, we're always up for the challenge. But I think um, Robert Martin's figure out for me, I think, um, I think really stood out when we played against him. Um, really good, tidy player, energetic up and down, on particular in the left flank where he plays for them. So, um, but yeah, very much alive by a young lad and uh, I think we want to watch in, in Jersey football. Yeah, good shouts, definitely good shouts. Um, in terms of St Clements, um, is it too early to talk about going to win the league or is that a definite goal for you guys? Uh, too, early. <laughs> too early. We're all saying it's too early. Of course it's too early. Um, look, I, I think when you get to the halfway point and I think we've got one game to the halfway point with a five-point lead, I think it's safe to say we're going to, you know, going to be top at the halfway point. It's hard for people. I mean, a lot of people talk to me about it. Um, I did tell our players that um, no team's ever won a league after five or six games, so don't even start talking about it. Uh, and then one of our players reminded me that in the under-18 league that was void that season, we actually won the league after about the same amount of games. So, um, but it is one of those, Dan. I think, you know, we start off the season, we take one game at a time um, and, you know, just start with a win. Um, and then we've continued on that mindset. I think. I think from 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 our perspective, it's just, just continue on that that program. Um, you know, the pressure does start to build, and people do start to talk about it a lot. And you know, this club has never won that trophy before. It's, in fact, I don't think it's ever finished above fourth in the league. So, um, for us to be in this position now is great. I think it's it's all down to the hard work that we've put in as management team and organised ourselves this year, and the players have delivered uh, everything we've asked for them so far on a football pitch. And I think. If that continues, then you know we'll we'll be there or thereabouts at the end of the season, and you know we'll, we'll talk about potentially winning leagues in three or four more games time, and when we're when we're a bit further down the line. But I don't want to get carried away with ourselves right now. There's still a lot to play for. There's a lot that can change. You know, you just can't. You know, you know, you just can't see how Jersey football changes so much, and unless you come and watch it week in week out, 
It could be based on various factors with uh, of amateur players, injuries, suspensions, holidays, people randomly booking holidays for all sorts of things or booking lunches on a Saturday afternoon with friends. And, you know, suddenly, you know, you're three or four players down. And, you know, it, it, it's tough. I mean, you know, refereeing decisions are another one. We've lost a few to suspensions. So some will feel very questionable, um, you know. But at the end of the day, I think it's it's these sort of factors over the course of the season. And I think James and I are comfortable that the 11 we put out every week are good and, and the 11 behind them are, are pushing and pushing and pushing. And, you know, the boys are in the gym yesterday. You know, we, we did Tuesday night uh, outdoors at Hope Valley and we did Wednesday night in the Rock and the boys are, are, are turning up in their numbers and the intensity's high, the pressure's good. They're all fighting each other for their places, but uh, the atmosphere throughout it all is really, really positive. They're all supporting each other. Um, keeping them all happy, uh, I'd say it's going to be a challenge, but it hasn't been yet. Um, they're, all, they're all generally happy guys. So um, I think onwards and upwards, and if we continue this, then it, it, it's going to be you know a good season for us in terms of our overall history on, on finishing at no harder fourth. So, yeah, I think, you know, with the squad, you look, you look at our, our, say, our starting 11, for example, I think you look at the, the players behind that, um, there's still quality there. I think the depth is, is helping massively. Um, that Gary touched on it before, you know, when you look at the depth from last season, it wasn't wasn't anything like what we've got currently. Um, so I think that, that is a major factor. And, and, you know, if you're a centre-half down here at the moment, every week you're fighting for your spot. We've got about 20 of them all, all wanting to play in that first team. Um, and, and to be fair, they're all good enough to play in that first team as well. So it is a case of perform well, train well, the spot's yours. If you, if you have a bad week, your spot's up for grabs and the players know it. The attitude's been excellent in training um, because of the depth in squad um, and, and everybody wanting to push on. So and I think that's something that we've not really had before. Well, certainly since I've been down at the club, yeah. um, we've not had the, the, the strength and depth like we do now and players really wanting to push each other. So I think that's a, it's a big factor in why performances are where they are as well at the moment. So... I think as well, Dan, I think one thing that's really helped this year as well, I mean, um, last season was a big challenge. Both James and I were running individual teams by ourselves. And it was I'd pretty much say it was a lonely world for us on a Saturday afternoon at our different locations around the island. So you know, to, to be able to work together and bounce off each other, I mean, it's been, it's been great this year just to, to have that, you know, support. Um, you know, I, I always want to work with people on a 50-50 basis and James puts his in, input in um, quite substantially and, you know, he, we, we don't always agree all the time, but he's come up with some cracking decisions this season that I've never seen. And I've gone, OK, that makes sense. And, you know, if he supports it with good rationale, then he's got my ears and he's done that pretty well this season. I think I think that's really been an, uh, an added dimension to us this season, just being able to have the, the extra support around. I mean, there is nothing worse sometimes than trying to do a warm up, do your team sheets and everything else is going on around you. Just to have someone else to, with you that's just take, you know, taking a bit of pressure off each other. Um, it allows you to think more clearly when things are going on. And I think the decision-making between us, um, you know, sometimes it's a struggle. We bash our heads together coming up with scenarios. And, and some of it has been, who's our fifth sub? Because we've got so many people that we can take on a game these days who are, yeah. who are good enough. And it's about not wanting to let people down. Is that person playing game time in the reserves or aren't they? You know, uh, and over time, I think our reserves will be strong enough. And I think, you know, there's players in our reserves now who are, who are wanting first-team football they're 18, 19, 20, 21. And James and I, I don't think they're going to go anywhere in the short term. You know, these boys have got plenty of time in their footballing careers to, to, to get there. And you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep supporting them as, as much as they want to keep working. So, yeah. um, it's the way we are. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The reserves team, I went to see them Saturday, just gone. They're a good team. They gave Portuguese United a proper good 
uh, game and it shows that that development to go into the premiership as well is yeah good. definitely yeah definitely and I think the reserves could they're probably a couple light across the board I think you know I think they probably could do with a, a couple more players just to, to make them a little bit more solid and a bit more consistent um, they've got some good players in there and I think you know they, they use young Noah Trent at the weekend I think you know young, young Noah's got sort of good history he's you know uh, trialist at Bournemouth in his younger days so you know um, we're training up with us in the first team and uh, we, we, we may bring him into the squad this weekend so um, just another continual uh, development of, of another young player for us so um, you know he, he's, a, he's certainly a frightening talent when he gets going um, it's just uh, sometimes with these young lads just getting them going <laughs> so um, that's the way it is so, yeah definitely uh, right yeah. brilliant um, thanks for both coming on it's been great to chat uh, covered a lot of uh, different subjects um, and good luck for the rest of the season as well. Cheers, mate. Thank Great, you very thanks, much. Dan. All the best, mate.